Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Friday, your boy is back in the building. Wes Bryant, this is the Wes and Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Keep the text coming on the Charlotte Men's Clinic text line 704-570-9610. Hit those socials, the highlights from today, from the return, from everything. will be up on WFNZ's Twitter and Instagram. Also, hit up HTB underscore Josh at West Bryant underscore 72 at Walker Mail. And most importantly, at Wes and Walker on Twitter or X. And Instagram. And now it's time to go to the campus. Coda. All right. Excuse me. You know, like Walker said, got to get some stuff in from when I was out. And while I was gone, I did see that Drake May decided to take his talents to the NFL. Will not be playing in the Mayo Bowl here in the Queen City like we thought that he would for a while. And so it just got me to thinking. I said, you know, this is it for him and Chapel Hills, a quarterback. What is his legacy? What do the fans think about Drake May as he exits? Because he was the 2022 ACC Player of the Year, ACC Offensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and Offensive Rookie of the Year in 2022. Came into this season the preseason player of the year immense expectations for him 3600 passing yards 24 touchdowns rushed for another nine with 449 yards led the acc in passing yards this season and finished his career with 8018 yards number five on unc's all-time passing list 63 touchdowns in three seasons 17 and nine as a starter fourth in unc history in passing touchdowns as i said with those 63 He's 21st in ACC history in passing touchdowns. He's got 200 yards in 26 career starts, over 200 yards, second most 200-yard passing games in Tar Heel history. And so he's fourth in Tar Heel history also with uh, total yards as well. And so, Fiddy, I think you'd be a great source to speak with on this to start the conversation. What do you feel like Drake May's legacy is as he exits Chapel Hill. Now, how do you view him in the realm of UNC football history? I think it's really complicated, Wes, because on the surface, he's the most talented, the most gifted quarterback to ever play the position at the University of North Carolina. And yet you you literally have nothing of substance to show for it. He was 0-2 against NC State. Um, you had that 9-1 start that ended in a 9-5 season. Marquise Williams guided this team to an 11-1 regular season, was more competitive against a playoff-bound Clemson team in the ACC title game than Drake was in a non-playoff-bound Clemson team in the ACC title game. So I, I, I think it's really tough. Um, I, I think it's the curse of Tar Heel football yeah. because this program gets NFL talent, you know, and then it gets really great players maybe once a decade or so, and they have nothing to show for it. Like you're talking about a program that has – Julius Peppers to its ledger. 
couldn't win a conference championship. A program that has Drake May to its ledger couldn't win a conference championship. So um, I'm thankful for everything that he's done. He's a great Tar Heel, a great ambassador for the program. But the reality is, is they didn't win very much with him, and he's one of the more wasted talents we've ever seen in the history of the ACC. Man, Fitty, and that's why I like you as a Carolina fan a decent amount of the time. You have your times <laughs> where you get a little bit off the chain. But that was a very spectacular take from you, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. I felt the same way, and that's why that question popped up in my mind because I was like, man, you know, this guy could be the number one or number two pick, and – physically talented as all get out. But it's like at the end of the day, when we look back in the realm of ACC history, this was a guy that kind of underperformed in some respects. He had some fantastic numbers. That that first season was great. But then coming into the season with all of the expectations, Heisman Trophy ceremony, and I know he had Amarion Hampton emerge and become a great player in that backfield and take a little bit of the load off. But still in his biggest moment, down the stretch of this season, especially against Clemson with the career low and completion percentage, quarterback rating, then against NC State coming in and laying a dud like he did there. That's got to be disappointing for him to never have beaten NC State uh, on his resume. So when you talk about the wins and the impact that he had on the program, I just don't see it there. But as far as physical talent and what he brought to the table, there's no question he's the best quarterback to be at the University of North Carolina, but I think that, as Fitty said, he's got a very complicated legacy in Chapel Hill. I don't think anybody's going to look at Drake May and the lack of accomplishments with this team and think it's his fault, though. I think most people are going to say that it was the fact that they couldn't get an offensive line to block for him consistently. I think that they're going to look at the fact that the defense was awful the year prior. The first half of this season, they were okay. And then the last half of this season, they were absolutely atrocious, allowing 31 points and then 39 to Clemson and NC State. And Drake made the biggest problem for him is he had bad interceptions. And he deserves criticism for that. There were bad interceptions at the early part of this part, uh, portion of this season. Only one in the middle portion. And then at the end, every single game, he had INT, INT, two against NC State. But if you think about the other QBs that have ever played in a Tar Heel uniform, both of you can shed some light on this. Who had a better two years? Sam Howe? Do you want to go with Durant? I do want to go with, I don't know who you would say had a better two years at QB playing for North Carolina than what Drake May did. And there were so many other problems until you got weapons around it. Well, you had weapons last year, and then it was like, oh, can he do it again? And then you do have Tez Walker come back. They actually have a running game. So there's two different styles, two different offensive coordinators. Omarion Hampton, he was second in all of FBS in rushing yards. That's going to take a lot of what you do via touchdown passes, your own rushing touchdowns, and also just your overall stats because Omarion is also getting a ton of yards out here as well. I just can't look in North Carolina lore and think, hmm, Drake May has to take a back seat to that QB. The legacy, while they absolutely wasted what they had at that QB, his legacy is still the best QB to ever put on a Carolina well, uniform. I was going to say, Fitty, before you go, he's got to take, my only pushback is he's got to take some of the blame for what happened because of the way the offense would look when things were going well. We talked about last year, my big thing with him was how they faltered down the stretch in that month to where he did not win a football game, including the bowl game. 
And I can't just put that on everybody else. He's got to bear some of that brunt, too, because when things are going great, he's throwing touchdowns, he's all over the field, he's uber-dominant. But then when he goes against some of the better defenses that were there, he's got to take some culpability in not in, in coming up short in some of those big moments, like the Clemson game this season. This Carolina offense was a well-oiled machine. Clemson put together a game plan, and it didn't look quite the same when he was playing against those NFL athletes on that Clemson defense and against a, a, a coaching staff that schemed him up just right. So that's my own thing. I got to give them a little bit of the pushback for the troubles that they have. I can't put it all on the offensive line and, and what maybe wasn't there because I felt like he had plenty to be able to do things. I felt like he he did come up small in some of the bigger moments in his career. That was what I was going to push back on was that what what big game did he did he win during his time? Like you look at Sam Howell's sophomore season, you you go to the road win at Miami that secured a New Year's Six uh, bowl game berth for the program. They beat NC State in a ranked versus ranked matchup at the time early in the year. Granted, it was COVID. He so smashed my Demon Deeks with the seven touchdowns. Right. Weight was pretty good. That you know, year. I mean, he, <laughs> so you're saying you're saying Sam Howe is the better QB in North Carolina? Well, no, I didn't say that. You're asking who for a better two years, like in big yeah. moments and big games. Sam Howell showed up bigger than Drake did because I mentioned he got the Miami win. He beat a top ten undefeated Wake Forest team at home. Like Drake. Drake doesn't have that. He doesn't have that standout win. You had the win at, against Miami this year to get you to six and zero, but you finished eight and four, and that Miami team finished seven and five. So that's the, even that win didn't age very well. Drake's the best quarterback to ever play at Carolina, but the the reality is is that when the light shone uh, shine the brightest, his his level of play and the team's level of play wasn't where you wanted or needed it to be. And the only thing I say, Walker, too, I, I feel like you're doing a little bit of the the quarterback gets all of the, the praise when they play well, but then when they lose, you know, not enough of the blame, I feel like, from you there. You're saying... You're saying like, I feel here, like I'm, you give him a ton of credit when they win and when they play great, but when they lose, you don't really give him a lot of blame. Well... I, the interceptions are bad from Drake May, mm-hmm. but what I'm asking for is when we talk about the actual legacy of Drake May, I don't know if I've ever seen a better QB than I've seen with Drake May there, and that includes Sam Howell, who Sam Howell's best record was what, 8-4? and four? I do agree, though, with Fitty, man. That year they went 11-1. and one. Marquise Williams was off the chain, and I don't think he gets enough credit for just how productive he was That's North fair. Carolina. That's fair. One season. But that's that's no, totally. Yeah, more than one. What I'm saying, you said 11 and one. Right? Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sure. So so you're talking about one season, and Drake May goes nine and five, eight and four, eight and four is the best season that Sam Howell ever put up. And so while there might be some big games against Miami, we can go to just earlier in the year that Drake May also had a win against a ranked Miami team to go to six and zero. Oh. You have the two wins against Duke where this is the thing, too. Like, Drake May has been really clutch throwing the football and winning some of those games that we might not have as, oh, there's a lot on the line here. But he did win a lot of close games at the beginning to continue to put them in position to fall, I guess, at the end of the season because that certainly happened. They had a lot of collapses. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what I, with Drake May, yeah, like the interceptions are bad. There were some really bad interceptions. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing I think holding him back is early on in the year, I don't know who he's throwing to. It feels like he's trying to play hero ball. And it felt like when things got tough, Wes, mm-hmm. it felt like he was trying to play hero ball and force the football where he shouldn't. And that was his part, I think, in uh, contributing to a downfall such as they had the last couple seasons. Because the thing I will say again, to Fiddy's credit, man, you look at Queese that, that 2015 season, the numbers were awfully similar to Drake Mays. He goes 3,068 yards, 24 touchdowns. 
But then he also tacked on another 948 and 13 rushing. And then the year before that, he's 788 with 13 touchdowns, 3,000, over 3,000 yards with 21 uh, passing scores that year, too. Um, so I don't know, man. I mean, if you you're talking Keese? about strictly college career, you think Keese is better Marquise's than Drake? Marquise's two seasons that he had, 2014 and 2015. I mean, you got to put up there with 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 a lot of guys. That's all I'm saying. You got to put up there with a lot of guys. And when you look at the passing numbers, because that's the thing I'm looking at. Because May, he's definitely athletic and runs, but just comparing it as a passer, that 2015 and 2014 are very comparable to what he did uh, this season. So would you put Marquise ahead of Drake? Because I, I think Drake is the best I've ever seen in North Carolina. And I don't think there's enough. Physically talent. Physical talent, no. But as far as the production and the impact that he had, because when they did play against Clemson in that ACC championship, that thing came down to an onside kick, and they battled. I mean, he got owned by Clemson in the ACC championship game. Well, and Marquise, too. Like, if you look at Marquise Williams, you look at him throwing for, coincidentally, the exact same amount of yardage in 2014 and 2015. Mm -hmm. And Drake May, at least throwing the football, you know, you're talking about, I mean, just obliterating that mark. that 2022 year was crazy. And then even 500 more yards the, the last season. Yeah. And 24-10, 21-9, those are a little bit more similar. But 2022, 38-7. That's what, like, for me, I think Drake May is the best QB I've ever seen in a North Carolina uniform. And I think that he certainly isn't at fault. It, I'm, I'm not saying not at fault for some of the problems that they had. But I don't know if there's another QB that's ever played for North Carolina that had done so much more than what Drake did that I have to put him above everything that I saw with my own eyes and some of the stats that he put for a two-year stretch that, oh, okay, this QB has a case. For me, it's Drake May number one, and it's going to take a, st a special talent and a special year to take him down. All right, so that was another great debate right there. We'll let you guys on the text line. Who did you think had the better career? Look at the numbers. I know Drake May is going to be a number two pick and all that physical talent. He's all that. Now, let's move on. Uh, SEC <sighs> schedule came out and talking about our local SEC team, the South Carolina Gamecocks. Aside from their three non-Power 5 games against Old Dominion, Akron, and Wofford, the combined record of South Carolina's eight other 2024 opponents is 69%. And if you take out Vanderbilt, it jumps to over 75 Now, they don't face Georgia, Florida, or Tennessee, but their schedule is off the chain. They have a three-game gauntlet versus Ole Miss at home, at Alabama, at Oklahoma. And when you also look at this schedule, too, you know, the beginning, they have Old Dominion, Kentucky, LSU, and Akron, then Ole Miss, Alabama, Oklahoma, then Texas A&M, Vanderbilt, Missouri, Wofford, and Clemson. Did the SEC schedule makers absolutely doom South Carolina season before it starts? Yeah, it's going to be really tough. And, man, there was another, too. Like, I was looking at some of the schedules that we're going to be set up for. So, here we have South Carolina, as you mentioned. I, I did want to talk about even NC State's schedule with Grayson McCall coming back because we mentioned it yesterday. NC State looks like they have a lot of cupcakes on their schedule. And like that, NC State could be set up very well to make They're a run at the with ACC. Some of those portal yes, they do. Made too. Yes, yes, they do. And so it feels like a couple of teams here as we start to dissect what is to come next college football season for these local programs. Yeah, it's the exact opposite. SEC, South Carolina, getting done dirty. That's just how life is sometimes in the SEC. But NC State now with a QB that you trust a lot with an OC, very similar to what they did last year, trying to pair up a QB and OC with Brennan Armstrong and Robert and I, it feels like they actually get something favorable coming up next year. Yeah, and so too, that's going to help them 
South Carolina is recruiting, picking up some transfers, giving a little transfer portal update. They got a big pickup getting Rocket Sanders. The running back from Arkansas is going to be making his way to South Carolina, 6'2", 242 pounds. And uh, a couple of seasons ago in 2022, he had 1,400 yards rushing with 10 touchdowns, 28 catches for 271 yards and two scores. So South Carolina's also been hitting the portal as well. But, yeah, that is one tough schedule. And when you look at the SEC and all of the teams in there, it's going to be some fantastic games that we're going to be getting uh, as fans. It should be really good.